following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanGarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanGarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Garter. We are back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, NBA insider on Boston, Miami, Nuggets winning the West, future of LeBron. We'll hear from Scoop Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker. Was it the right move for Michigan State to move? The Penn State game to Ford Field. Graham here in about 20 minutes. Baseball conversation later with John Vanderwall, former major leaguer. Zach Short, who had that three-run dinger last night. And Steve Brocklebank, the Ferris State Athletic Director, one of the leaders in Big Rapids at Ferris. Our moving Ferris forward interview will feature Brocklebank talking about this new Football Alliance Commission that Dr. Pink from Ferris and Brocklebank, the AD, are on looking at D2 football in its future. You can also join in on our Bushlight Huge Question of the Day. Do you think it was the right move for Michigan State to move that game from East Lansing to Ford Field on Black Friday? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1-866-838-4843. Jake in Grand Rapids listening on 96 won The Game. You're on the HUGE show. Yeah, I was just chiming in uh, with the HUGE opinion show. I mean, I, uh, I don't agree with it one bit. I think you're losing a huge... Huge home game, no pun intended, but I think it's a big game to lose. I think, you know, like you said, if it's 20 degrees, nighttime, you get the crowd into it, you get the student section into it, you're going to lose that whole atmosphere. And I just don't think that's going to vary, or that's not going to vary out very well for the Sparties. I don't like it one bit. Well, they have the sixth toughest schedule in college football this year, and Jake, thanks for the call from 96 won the game in GR, and they have to be in a bowl game, or I. I think there'll be massive pressure internally, externally, and internally from the money people to remove Mel Tucker. But you're getting a payday from Ford Field by moving it. NBC Peacock, they didn't care if the game's at Ford Field or at Spartan Stadium. This is Michigan State allowing uh, the move, and I think Penn State's going to have half that building. So you can answer our Bushlight, huge question of the day. Was it the right move for Michigan State? 1-866-838-4843. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Let's go talk about the NBA playoffs. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, one of the great NBA insiders. He is standing by on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give. Guest line, how you doing, my man? 
I'm good, my man. How you doing? Good. Uh, boy, you would think, uh, Boston, did they get three victories for one because they win one game and all of a sudden people are saying, I think this is going to go seven. Yeah, this is really funny, man, how, you know, people like jump from one bandwagon to the next. They're, 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 as, they're as extreme as the games. <laughs> like, you know, it, it seems like in the media and public discussion is just as extreme as the um, – end of one spectrum that these teams can present themselves to be in some of these games. So, I, you know, I, I, I look at it this way, man. It, Bam at a bio had a bad game. To me, that's what it boils down to, because I'm throwing game three out as an outlier. You know what I'm saying? I think, he, I think Boston just kind of just was a shell shock, and Bam didn't have a good game, but by Miami still won. But to me, it boils down to as Bam goes – you know, so do the Heat. You know, Jimmy can do whatever, but if Bam has a bad game, they're going to lose. And if you look at game, look at games one and two, look what Bam did, and look at game four, and look what Bam did. And to me, it's really that simple. So if people are thinking that, you know, Miami's going to, like, type, take it to seven, you know, or they're going to win tonight or they're going to win whatever, it's like, all right, then you're saying Bam out of bio, in my mind, is going to have – a bad series the rest of the way. <laughs> this is really what it boils down to as far as I'm concerned. So what do you think is going to happen? Uh, is this series over? Uh, will it Will it be pushed to the seventh game, as some are saying? Uh, your thoughts on so. Miami-Boston? I, I, I don't think so. I, I really do think that uh, Miami's going to take care of it. I think they're going to look at the situation, um, and they're going to look at last year. They're going to look at the current situation and say, look, we can't give Denver that much more rest on us going into the finals, so let's take care of business. Uh, we really haven't had too many bad games. We probably have – Denver's only team that's probably had less bad games throughout this whole playoff run than we have. We really haven't had any bad, bad games. So that's like not getting the habit of doing that. you know. And to be honest with you, um, Boston has shown us, and they did this last year, they have a tendency to either be heaven or all hell. So – their inconsistency in their play is not anything new to us if you look at them over the last couple of years. So I don't expect Boston to go on this historic run and play phenomenal basketball for three more games. I really just don't see it. And, um, you know, Miami as a team, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not saying I know them like that, but I really can see them going back into their locker room, into practices, and saying, all right, Let's stop messing around. We cannot make this two years in a row that this particular team stopped us from reaching our goal. And, you know, there's too many things siding, including that, that play into me really not believing Boston has a chance of coming back in this series. Man, Butler's been amazing. He's really elevated his status uh, with the sports fan base. Beyond Miami, I'm talking across the NBA and the sports world. Yeah, uh, Spolstra yeah. has really looked like a good leader, like almost a, I'm not going to say a, a mini Cooper, but a mini Riley. And, you know, they, exactly. they, they play like a college team. And Boston, you know, they, they were struggling in that first half, and they were playing for their lives, and they got chemistry issues, and everything pretty much is out in the open. Hey, Bill. Yeah. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, go ahead. How do you as a coach, because you mentioned Spolsa, so I wanted to ask you this. How do you as a coach plan and strategize defensively against Miami when it seems like every game somebody else steps up? You know what I'm saying? How do you strategize? All right, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna stop, you know, we're going to stop Kyle Lowry this game. Oh, no. 
you know, there goes Gabe. You know, oh, we got we got to stop. You know, every every game it seems to be somebody different that has big games. Martin has been consistently good throughout the series. Gabe has been good. Struce has been good. You know, Kyle Lowry shows up. It's like, how do you strategize from a from you know a coaching standpoint when you don't know who you have to stop from game to game? I, you know, again, Spolstra and, and different guys and their depth and to lose Hero and be where they are right now, it, it's amazing. Up 3-1, how there's this negative vibe on them being able to close out. So the Celtics, all their all their culture, locker room, uh, the coach, uh, the previous coach issues, all that went away because they won one game. Yeah, and I just like I don't know how you strategize for that. And I didn't even mention Duncan Robinson coming in and playing good ball. So, and I'll say this, and this probably goes against what everybody's saying uh, right now because they're putting a lot of, I don't want to say blame, but a lot of what's happening in Boston right now, they're putting it on Missoula. This is what I really do believe, especially watching Miami. I really do believe if Ivan Adoka was there right now, we'd be, I'm not saying we'll be watching the same thing, but I think the outcome would be the same. Not that they would get swept, but I don't know coming back after beating them the year before that the a vengeance that it seems that Miami is playing with would have, you know, would have been something that even if Ime Adoka was there, Boston could have overcome. I don't think it's just as simple as just a coaching situation or a locker room situation. I do really believe that at some part, at some point, part of this is about Miami telling Boston that y'all got lucky last year. We were supposed to be in the finals last year. This isn't y'all run to make. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, buddy. I'm with you. I, I'm already planning on Miami-Denver. I I scheduled you thinking we talk about, you know, Denver and Miami in the NBA Finals, and then we'll get to LeBron yeah. in a little bit. But All right, so let's just go with uh, the hypothetical, which I don't think it's too hypothetical. Miami holds on. They win this series in five. They win it in six, whatever it is. Uh, the matchup, Nuggets, Heat, if it gets there uh, – an amazing story with the Heat if they do make it to the NBA Finals and the Nuggets are looking like a deep championship caliber team. I'll, I'll, I'll do this, and maybe I'm ignorant by falling on, on this sword that I'm about to jump on, but if given when that happens, I'll say that when that happens, I think I'm going to have to put my faith and my words uh, on Miami. And the only reason I'm doing this is because they've been to the conference finals. I mean, they've been to the finals before. You know, this is this, you know, other another run at a conference final. And I, I, I just can't believe. With, this is Denver's first time, even though they had injuries that have stopped them from getting there. This being their first time, I don't know if that's going to be strong enough for Miami saying, you know what, like, no, we're supposed to be here. We're, we're old. We owe ourselves a ring. Um. Yeah, this is ours to get. Denver's a great team, but this is y'all first time here. You know, in Miami's mind, as long as Jimmy Butler's been there, they're supposed to already had a ring. So I think that incentive that will play itself out psychologically and, and, you know, from a hunger standpoint and the desire standpoint that they feel that this is there. You know, Denver, hey, this is your first taste of this final thing. 
We've been here. We're supposed to be there last year. You know, we're not, you know, third time. Third time is not going to be a charm for you. And I think that incentive is going to be strong enough, and that's why I picked Miami in this year. Yeah, I, I, Jimmy Butler, man, that dude. You know, I, I, again, he's not on, you know, Jordan, LeBron, Duncan. He's not on that level. But in terms of toughness, will to win, uh, the mental side of it, I'd put him up there with anybody I've ever seen in the NBA. I'm serious. Yeah, and saying his thing, what he needs for his legacy, more than, you know, Jokovic right now, you know, uh, more than Murray, more than Michael Porter, more than Michael Malone. You know, and Eric Spolster's legacy as well, but definitely Jimmy Butler because you bought him up. What he needs for his legacy is a ring. Because that, you know, I, th- I think he's Hall of Fame already, but now you're talking about him in that breath of greatness. Not for what he's done during the regular season, but what will consistently and decide to look at his the playoff runs as he's allowed some of these teams to make. And once he gets that ring, that changes everything. And he knows and he understands that his legacy is on the line once he gets to this finals. And he can't have, you know, uh, a, another finals loss and be talked about the way we'll find, wind up talking about him over the next 20 years. All right, LeBron James, uh, when that series ended, people were like, oh, he's an old man. I'm thinking he almost had a triple-double and had 40. Forget that conversation. He's not done. That's more on Anthony Davis not showing up in the sweep. And if you look at this series or looked at that series – Past tense, you know, Lakers had a chance to win every game, at least three of the four. So I don't think it's the end of the Lakers or end of the LeBron era. Where are you at on that? I'm with you also. I think this is a story that got, you know, blown way, way out of proportion. One, because it was a sweep, you know, and two, because of the glaring holes that were in the Lakers that made it easy for people to jump to the conclusions that they seemed to be jumping to. Um, I you know I, I don't think it's so for LeBron. I think we're reading it to a dare. I don't want to say weird because we, you and I haven't gone down that rabbit hole. Um, but I, I, I don't think that um, LeBron said anything in a press conference that is as calculated as people made it or as deep as people made it. You know, it was interesting to me, man, that all throughout that Lakers series, every announcer and every expert, as they like to call themselves, talked about LeBron possibly having to have surgery on that foot. They always say, LeBron, you know, offseason, that, that foot is bad or that ankle is bad. It's probably going to require surgery. I heard everybody bring that up in discussion. But nobody brought it up after his press conference, as if that could be the first thing on his mind. Like, he doesn't even know if he has to have surgery. So that plays into why he gave you such an open answer about he doesn't know. He doesn't know what the surgery going to be. He's 38 years old, and to have surgery in the offseason – there's no guarantee whichever, how your body's going to respond, what you're going to feel like. You know, so for them jumping to the, oh, he might, he's contemplating retirement, was way out of bounds. But it became the narrative that became the topic that we all had to run with. So I'm kind of with you. I, I don't think this is the end of LeBron for various reasons. And I don't want to read too much into something that's not necessarily there, knowing there's extenuating circumstances that even he has to think about that's dealing with health that nobody seems to bring up in the conversation. And I also think he understands that, you know, something has to change with the workload. You know, it's going to be interesting what the Lakers do. I do believe that the D'Angelo Russell experiment in the beginning worked. But, you know, uh, what are they going to do to change that? I don't think if they don't do anything, that's going to stop him from not coming back. But I think that's something he knows that he'll have to play out and they'll have to play out as an organization. 
at least before the trading deadline of next year. And if he's healthy enough to play during that time, I think he'll play. But I do think he's going to take a back seat as far as the workload is concerned. I can tell you this right now that if LeBron comes back and doesn't have to have surgery, and he's like, all right, you know, this is going to be our new approach with this new team, and we're going to do this right way, and they start off 2-12, and I can tell you he might think about retiring before he does again because I don't think he's going to have the wherewithal to be the one to have to dig them out of that hole again like he did last year or last season. His name is Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. He knows everything about the NBA. He's like reading NBA poetry on air right now on the huge show. Uh, So when you look at the best player in the league, and again, that debate on Bede Jokic, we've had that uh, for the last month or so. And I talked about Butler's elevation during the playoffs. Who is the man? Who is the most complete player, Scoop? If it was the Scoop MVP in the NBA, who would that be? Okay, now this is a question. Are you talking about including playoffs? Um, and are you talking about for just a particular season? Because I think the answer changes from season to season. And I think, you know, we can't, yeah, I, you know, I, I can't, like, take away the, an MVP vote from Joel and B because I do think he had the best regular season of the people that were there. But that doesn't necessarily mean right now he's the best player. So, you know, an MVP or the, you know, and so I'm trying to wonder what question are you asking? Like, is it a question going into next season? If I had to start a team, who do I feel the best pound-for-pound player is going into next season? You know, at the beginning of regular season? I'm trying because to me, there are various answers to just that open-ended question like that. Yeah, there is. it is an open-ended question because there, there may be, I mean, how many different answers could you slide into that blank? Right. All right. Exactly. A ten, exactly. maybe nine, ten. You yeah. could. But here's the thing: Are we taking? Are we considering playoffs? That's why I asked because, as looking at the playoff performance and how Joel Embiid, even though he had an MVP season, you know the way he played in closeout games when things were on the line, you know I'm like, mm, no, nah, I don't know if I can depend on that. So that's not my MVP going in. You know, just when you think Jason Tatum is taking a turn to be in that top tier power for power conversation because of what he does. Nope, he's played a couple of games to remind us that, nah, we can't have him in the conversation because he, he's too inconsistent. Now, you know, Giannis has it out because he's been injured. You know what I'm saying? So uh, Giannis moves to the top because it's hard to hold injury against a person. You know, um, Joker is a beautiful ball player. I think he's great. We'll have to see what he does, you know, come final time. What, what is he going to be like when something's on the line? We haven't seen him play in meaningful games like this. You know, especially against someone like Bam Adebayo, who is a really, really good defensive ball player and could expose some things and, and do some things and make the game difficult for, uh, you know, Joker when he plays. So we don't know that right now. Um, has Kevin Durant taken a step back? Because we really haven't seen that Kevin Durant since he lost to Milwaukee. He's kind of not been the same player. Even though he's been phenomenal, he hasn't been the same player. So, you know, we don't know, you know, what John Moran's situation is going to be stepping back into the league. Because if he's healthy, you know, and he seems to be able to play with all the drama going on around him, you know, it's hard not to consider him. 
what Devin Booker going to look like? You know, we can go down the line, man. So I think we really need to be clear. Like I said, it's probably 10 to 12 players. But to pick one, I think we really, really need to, like, all right, what's the criteria on which we're picking this one with? Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA Insider joining us. My man, uh, we'll talk when we get to the finals. Uh, break it down. Always love talking hoops with you. Always, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Scoop Jackson checking in on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give guest line. Now, speaking of the NBA, I do have a huge offer from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Just open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If your bet loses, DraftKings will give you a bonus bet back in the amount of your initial bet up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code HUGE. New customers who do that then can make that $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with Code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draft kings.com slash basketball terms on the way john vanderwall on the tigers zach short from the tigers and graham couch is up next on his huge opinion on michigan state moving that penn state game to ford field graham will join us from lansing after this network to from st joseph to midland this show is huge They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. 
MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bush Light, huge question of the day. Do you agree? I want to hear from the Michigan State ticket buyers, season ticket holders, suite holders. Do you agree with the move of the Penn State game to Ford Field? You can answer that Bush Light, huge question of the day at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Let's go get his opinion. He does opinions for a living. Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Rube podcast. Graham Couch from Lansing is standing by on the Meyer LPGA Classic for Simply Give Guest Line. How you doing, my man? I'm well. How about yourself, Bill? I'm, I'm good. Uh, there's been kind of two sides to this MSU move of the Penn State game to Ford Field. At first, I'm like, oh, man, they're, they're, this isn't fair to the high school kids. And then Mark Ewell came on our show and explained everything, and I kind of understood it. And then when I sit back and I start to digest it, you know, 24 hours later or so, and I'm thinking, you're a program that is looking for the bounce-back season. And... A home game could be a win. Penn State is a you know top fifteen team going into the year. If they get a quarterback play, who knows? They could win the Big Ten East and go right past Ohio State and Michigan. But to take away your home field advantage uh, for nicer weather because it's indoors, uh, there's a side to me where okay, are they doing that because they know it's going to be a bad season? Are they doing it for uh, the money cut on concessions or Ford Field deals? Uh, how do you look at this entire situation? Yeah, I mean, I think they're doing it because they were asked to do it by the Big Ten and by NBC, and they're they're trying to be, you know, a decent um, partner in that. And and 
um, they see that some opportunity, and it's not the worst. If you're going to ever do it with a conference home game, uh, Thanksgiving weekend is the weekend to do it, right? And, and once you get to the Friday situation, which was which was the ask, then it's like, okay, a Friday primetime night game in November on Thanksgiving weekend, then does it make sense to do something different and see how that works? I, you know, I, I, it's not ideal. I mean, you only get seven of these a year, and people love that Michigan State game day experience, and there have been some great finales, especially against Penn State, some really memorable games, even just two years ago, but also dating back a lot of years into the 90s and, and just some really great memories that people have about those games and those experiences with their friends on their campus and all that stuff. And so I understand that frustration, and, and I think a lot of the people – and then you also see people are like, I am grateful not to freeze my butt off um, – for three hours one year and, and, and to, to be indoors and it'll be a different experience. I think, you know, one of the things I wrote and one of the fans I talked to was annoyed, was upset, thought it was a slap in the face of season ticket holders and then said, but I'll go and I'll have a blast. And I think that's sort of the sentiment. You know, I think once people get over the frustration, once they're, um, they're accepting it and they get to the logistics of it, uh, I, I do think, you know, and I, and I do think most season ticket holders who want to go are going to be able to go. And um, so, you know, I mean, look, I, I don't think it's ideal. Um, it, it, they're in a spot where they're asked to do it and, and they decided to do it. I don't think it's of great benefit to Michigan State other than, you know, it's a new TV deal with NBC and you do something that you're asked to do that puts you in the good graces and you hope that at some point that comes back to you in a good way. Or even that the next time, or the time that you really want to say no, it's received even better when you when you do say no. And the reality is, I get yeah, purchase season tickets or sweet holder it might transfer over. However, they're going to do it, okay. But you're looking at a team that just lost arguably their two best offensive players uh, to Auburn and Florida State, and Thorne and Coleman, uh, a team that. You know, you and I were talking seven and five, and going to a bowl game would be a great season. Uh, and now, you know, he took away a home game. I, it's a very delicate walk right now for anything connected to Michigan State football. It really is. No, absolutely. Because I also don't think you'd want to do this if you thought you were probably playing for a championship this year. You know, you don't want to take that game away from Spartan Stadium. So, but you can't, you also can't say that out loud. Um, I think it's also something that Mel Tucker wanted that I think a lot of the players wanted and will enjoy the indoor game and the NFL thing. So there's the athlete perspective of it that from the player perspective, from the recruiting perspective, they saw value in it. Um, And so there's that to to consider as well. But you're right, because the, the disaster for Michigan State is... If they're five and six coming into this game, and Penn State is eleven and one playing or ten and one playing for a share of the Big Ten championship or for you know a berth in the game or whatever or for the in the championship game, and that place becomes you know Pennsylvania West, and there's thirty thousand Penn State fans in there, and it's sort of this embarrassing moment. Now, it's not like a bowl game. You do have more control of the tickets than that. And, you know, so it may not ever get to that point. But 
um, there is, you know, you, you do give up something in terms of advantage uh, by having it um, not at, at, at Spartan Stadium. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts. Uh, Graham, my man, always good to talk with you. Uh, before I let you go, though, what, what do you think this team will be like? Just a forecast Black Friday, uh, day after Thanksgiving, uh, this fall. Uh, Michigan State going into that Penn State game will have how many wins? It's rip, boy. I, it's, I, I would say five. You know, but that's again not knowing what other teams will be. Uh, but the schedule is tough, especially the back half. And for Michigan State to be uh, a better than a five-win team, they're going to have to be probably better than than we expect, or some other teams are going to have to be less than we expect, which always happens. We don't, but I, I do think, uh, and, and there's a chance always that this is the natural growth. You know that we don't. You know we didn't see 2021 coming. And they could have a lot of improvement in a lot of different places. They could be better in the trenches. They could be more solid on defense. They could be okay at quarterback. They've got a number of receivers, even losing Keon Coleman. They should be fine at that position, um, even if they don't have that, that guy, so to speak. And all of a sudden, you know, we're talking about a team that was just a little more seasoned and ready than, than we realized. Um, but, you know, if, when you just sort of look at it from afar based on the information at hand, I think we're looking at a five-win team going into that game. Yeah, and again, that goes back to what I just said. It's interesting you said five wins. I said they'll be five and six going into that game, and if it would have been at home and it's 18 degrees and cold, a better chance at winning than indoors where you kind of uh, equal the playing field. But it is what it is. They signed the deal. It will be Friday night, NBC Peacock uh, at Ford Field, day after Thanksgiving. High schools uh, have only a one-year aberration, and they'll play – uh, those four championship games that would have taken place on Friday will be on Sunday. So Mark Ewell, MHSA, seems content with it. Everyone, Michigan State side, Ford Field, happy about it. We'll see how it plays out. Graham, thank you so much, my man. Anytime, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Coach, checking in on the huge show. Our Bush Light, huge question of the day that you can answer. Do you agree with the move from East Lansing to Ford Field for Michigan State, Penn State? One eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local bank, local team members. They have their new location in Saginaw. You're listening on one hundred point nine FM. So local decision maker means a banker and a bank and a team you can trust, and that's more important than ever before. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Shop everything you need for Memorial Day with One Stop at Meyer. Get buy one, get one free 80% lean ground beef. Buy five, save $5 on At Millie Stadium Buns, Coca-Cola or Pepsi 24 pack, plus deposit where applicable. Sweet Baby Ray sauce and lace potato chips. Plus, have fun in the sun with 40% off the entire stock of swimwear for the family. Celebrate together and get the same prices online and in-store this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. 
It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Take on the open road for Harley-Davidson's 120th anniversary. Saturdays in May, win a 2023 street flight. On May 27th, you can drive home a limited edition Fat Boy. It's the 120th anniversary Harley-Davidson giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light so grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo New York all rights reserved Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company LTD. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan final segment, hour number two on a Thursday broadcast presented by my good friend Tom Rosenbach and the team at Bean Garter. Soon they'll become Dorn Mayhew, a merger, partnership. They'll cover the entire state, America and globally. Dorn Mayhew, a Troy base firm, Bean Garter, Tom Rosenbach and his team, they're not going to change anything with their clients or how they do business. They're just stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. 
Bush Light, huge question of the day. Do you agree with Michigan State moving that Penn State game to Ford Field? You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Also, text GOLF to 21000. If you're 21 and up, you could win a Labatt Blue Michigan Golf Getaway. Courtesy of Shep and the Michigan Sports Network, you could win two nights stay, 36 holes of golf for you and three guests at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Less than an hour north of GR, the Agaming Golf Resort, which features four courses, Elk Rapids to Charlevoix in between. And Dumaglass, which I think is a hidden jewel. It's a tough course. Highest elevation point in Charlevoix County. Between Boyne City and Charlevoix. If you're 21 and up, just text GOLF. G-O-L-F. To 21000. There'll be monthly drawings during the summer. And once you enter... One time, you're in all the drawings for Tullymore, Agaming, and Dumaglass. I don't get all this Celtics love because they won one game. Boston's a big city. NBA, the media, and Miami's a big city. It's a cooler city than any other NBA city. I remember back in the day when I was on South Beach going to the Clevelander and I was hanging out with Super Bowls. I go, hey, what's up, Bill? I'm like, what's up? MJ over here. Oh, I get in your private room, MJ? Really? You kidding me? It's Tiger. Tiger, get over here, man. You got to work on your putting. You're, you're pulling your head on your putts. Mm. I did see, Superfly, that NCAA EA Sports, a college football video game, is coming back. How am I not the play-by-play guy? How am I not the play-by-play guy for that? I was on NFL Blitz, what is that, 2001 and 2002, back in the day. How am I not the play-by-play guy, or at least the color commentator for college football? You got my play-by-play, and then you got the NFL Blitz. Oh, I can play this one right now, the NFL Blitz. This was me actually on a video game, NFL Blitz 2001-2002. 25! If he didn't get tackled, he might have had a big gain in that play. Another great insight. Thanks, Bill. Denver is in the red zone. With proper medication, I can lead an active life, whether at work, at home, or on the boat. You know, I just realized in that video game, I'm sounding like I'm in a sitcom. I sound like I'm in Seinfeld, don't I? But this is where I hit the big time, the Kurt Russell, Barry Sanders movie touchback that was filmed here on the west side of the state. I was the play-by-play voice of touchback. I was, really. This is it, folks. A victory here would be a fairy tale ending. We're in it, thing. We're in it. Scott Murphy. He's got one final play to make a miracle happen. He's going to run it. He got absolutely 
absolutely rocked on that play. He got absolutely rocked on that play. Scott Murphy had to put his dreams behind him. Mr. Murphy, it's been 120 days since your last payment. Your property will be on the market in the next several days, unless you can pay a significant sum here today. How'd it go with the bank? That went great. Until one day, he got a second chance. What are you doing, man? To do it all differently. What the hell? Come on, we're going to be late. Late for what? Hi, Scotty. You're grounded, Buster. Grounded? Go, let's go. Get in there and play some football. Hey, you okay? Ah. This spring, you chance to do it all over again. What would you do? You can't be satisfied with what you got. Springs. You're never going to be happy. Would you give up everything? Daddy! Daddy! All I've ever wanted to do is play football. For a second chance. If I don't get hurt, I'm going to change things. I can get us out of here. I love it here. We tried your dream. Well, I'm asking is for you to try my dream. Coach, I can't play tonight. If I get injured, I could lose my scholarship. I have a future. The future is just a bunch of what you do right now strung together. What are you doing, man? The standard of your life will not be determined by how well you play football. Hey, Touchdown! But by how well you confront adversity. Attitude wins football games. I was your age. Couldn't wait to leave this town. And when I finally did get out, I couldn't run back here fast enough. Yeah, there you go. The movie Touchback, man. Had a chance at the big time. Just didn't happen. 24-7, everything you need at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.